Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Industry Tactics. My name is Friendly Rich, and thank you for tuning in. Lovely to see some of you out at these shows that I've been doing with Friendly Rich and the Jane Doe's, a new project I've been developing with Tom Uhas and Joan Smith. Uh, prior episode on this podcast, so check that out. Um, also, Friendly Rich and the Lollipop people playing a lot live lately, and it's been just great to see you. So, look, we're already in December of 2022 here, and in the new year, expect a new record from me. It's called Man Out of Time. More info on that coming soon, I promise. And uh, and exciting news about this podcast. So, keep, please keep listening, support it, however you can. I do this out of the goodness of my heart. But um, tell a friend about it, why don't you? Spread the word about uh, what you love about this podcast. I'd really appreciate that. And on the podcast today, Sam Shalabi. I caught Sam's set at the Guelph Jazz Festival this year with his outfit, a 23-piece orchestra called Land of Kush. It blew my mind. I I really wanted to learn more uh, about his work and his life and how he creates. So enjoy. This is episode number 158 of Industry Tactics. Delighted to present to you my interview with Sam Shalabi. here today we are back with more industry tactics and uh i don't even know where to begin but i am stoked to introduce <laughs> sam shalabi to the podcast welcome thank you thank you for having me sincere welcome and joy i am i i uh you know what i discovered your work i've heard about you for years but sometimes a man or a human doesn't do their homework, and uh, that was me, Sam. And I apologize. That could I be should... me not doing my homework too. To make fair, sure, fair that point. People there, like there's... you, people uh, like you, get to know me. I mean, you know. Oh well, here we are. Here we are. And I, I reached out mm-hmm. right after that Guelph Jazz Festival. I was so blown away by your performances, by your uh, your work, and. Uh, and I've done a bit of a deeper dive since, and I just, I'm so stoked to have you on and, and get a little bit into your brain and your process and the way that you make music and how you came to making music and being such an incredible band leader. I, um, I was very, I think for me, that was the biggest piece that I, that I took is, is you as a band leader, um, the cool, uh, were you, Hey, were you shitting your pants there on stage with 23 musicians there in the, in Guelph or <laughs> let's start there. Let's start there. 
<laughs> but no, I, I've, I've had plenty of opportunities yeah. to shit my pants. Actually, yeah. With, yeah. And, um, yeah. No, well, no, the, I would say the last, no, it's funny. You were most cool. of the, I, I can, most I of felt the, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I think by that point, because I don't really do much, you know, uh, that's actually for me the the most uh, relaxing part of part of the the Kush being process. There. Because being there. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just yeah. being there. Because I don't really I don't really play, uh, and everything before that. If you ask me, yeah, uh, you yeah. know about yeah. sort of the 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 month or so run up. Okay. to the gig then okay. there would be okay. plenty of uh tiny shitty shitting of pants actually yeah. uh going yeah. on actually yeah. uh yeah you know uh with some chronic rec- rec- chronicness going on you know okay. so, but okay. so so the last i would say like you know no the the i don't think i've ever with 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 kush been uh shitting my pants uh, in that situation only because okay. by that point you know, it's a bit like being on a plane when something goes wrong, you know, you just go, well, this here is, we it. Are. you know, yeah. I mean, here we are, this is, yeah. you know, I'm the, the, you know, like you, so, so yeah. So there's really not much to, to, you know, we're very lucky though, or I'm very lucky too. And that, uh, the people, um, uh, really step up, you know, when, yeah, when, yeah. We, when we have a show, they really, they really do. And that was, that was a, that was a kind of, you know, very big step up because, uh, you know, I won't go into the sort of the, things that happened prior to the, to the gig, but, but there was a lot of mishaps, you know, a lot of changes and stuff okay. that, uh, which there always is with Kush with that many people, there's always uh, you know, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but we were blessed. Um, you know, the one thing that made it really, um, fun was we were blessed with really good sound. The guys, uh, yeah. Zach Scholes, yeah. really yes. good sound, Amazing. Um, Amazing. spent a long time, you know, kind of going over stuff. And, and yeah. we were also coming from doing uh Roskilde, the festival mm-hmm. in Denmark, where we had not, we didn't have a line check. I if you can that. imagine. Uh, and uh, that was a nightmare. Wow. That was an absolute nightmare. Same, actually. same, same, same ensemble. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Lord. And uh, no sound check. And we didn't even finish a line check. And so that, that gig was watching people's hands mostly people going like this like you know yeah i can't know and and um and just weird sounds just weird feedback and 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 you know it's you know craziness where Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also we're you know the two other factors we were playing outdoors which is not yeah Yeah. i think they thought we were going to be a party world music band which of course we weren't we kind of frightened right some people and then uh, the other factor was saint vincent was oh, playing yeah. on a stage near us and she was so loud right, that right. she was drowning us out. If you can oh, imagine Lord, you know, Lord. Sort of, uh, St. Vincent drowning out uh, that large of a group. So anyway, no, so, so, but, but uh, irrespective of all that, no, by the time I get to, by the time we get on stage, for me, it's really, you know, I'm, I have the best seat in the yeah. house. Really, uh, you know right? what? I mean, that's what I was, and I was running cable. I don't know if you remember me, but I was running yeah, some cable for that do, show, yeah. and and Zach, I was impressed um, by Zach, and I was impressed by you. I was just observing your leadership style, if I will, if I may, because like I'm a little frantic when I'm leading ensembles on my side, and I just took a lot from that. I was like, wow, this guy's, and fair point on like, yeah, you did your pant shitting leading up to it, and this podcast is called Industry Tactics. 
So like I could, I could probably spend the hour with you just unpacking all the little, the minutia that you, Scott and Karen probably would have had to go through in terms of travel <laughs> plans and all of that fun stuff. We won't get into that. I'm sure it was no. fun. I'm sure it was yeah. fun. Um, hey, for those who haven't heard your work, you were bringing that night uh, in, in Guelph, you were bringing to life Sand Enigma. Is that right? Yeah. Sand Your 2019. Let's let's cut to a piece from Sand Enigma. Let's hear the title track now. Sand Enigma from Land of Kush, a 23-person uh, mad orchestra uh, composed by none other than than uh, Sam Shalabi. Here it comes now. Thank you. 
unpack that piece a little bit for us, Sam? Sand Enigma and uh, hmm. how did you go about the writing of this 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 entire? It seems like a bit of a, a suite or something. I'm not sure what the backstory is on it. Well, I mean, I write um, these large pieces the same way that I I, I, I write almost everything uh, that is is uh, I guess. Um, that I, I don't know, I guess I write stuff in a similar way, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I always kind of bring up that I used to write fiction uh, oh, yeah. before I played music as a, as a teenager. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so what I end up doing with all the Kush pieces is either it starts with an idea. Actually, mm-hmm. it always starts with an idea. But say the, there's two albums. Uh, one of them uh, is based on a Thomas Pynchon mm-hmm. novel, the first Kush album. And then another one is based on, on a book by, by Adam Phillips, who's another writer. Mm-hmm. But usually what I do is I take lots of notes. I take lots of, I just write a lot of stuff that actually do, is not musical. I just write a lot of text, kind of as if, the, as if I'm ri- going to write a story, as if I'm going to write some okay. sort of short story or like a kind of, you know, like an epic poem or something. So I fill kind of notebooks um, with a lot of ideas yeah. about, um, and see how they kind of start to, you know, coalesce in, into yeah. something. And then, so, so, but with this piece, I'm, I, I kind of, it's the same thing, but I purposefully, um, well, the two things that I purposely kind of d- didn't want to uh, go very much into the kind of conception of this piece, because yeah. that's sort of the nature of the piece. The pieces, I, yeah, I, okay, I, okay. I imagine it a bit like a mirror. This is the only Kush piece that I, I kind of am resistant to, uh, um, okay. Uh, provide a lot of, uh, 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 sort of explanation of actually the other ones, I mean, are they're, they're, they're about what they're about, but this one kind of is, is, is written in such a way that I kind of tried to construct a bit of a mirror sort of in some Mm -hmm. ways around Mm -hmm. the tropes that you hear in the music. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. so it's a bit like kind of looking at, a um, I don't know, like, a uh, uh, um, a toaster, you know, mm-hmm. and then suddenly mm-hmm. realizing, no, it's not a toaster. It's actually a cat, you know, like, so, so it's kind of like that thing of start looking, listening and looking. And so, mm-hmm. um, and certainly from the musicians that seemed, they got that, they okay. get that in front in the turn, you know, the musicians that have been in Kush for a while, they get, they sort of get that concept and they kind of tell me, yeah, this is kind of strange because it feels like we're playing one thing, yeah, but we're actually playing something else, and so I'd love to see those charts. I'd love, to, I'd love to see those charts. I'd love to be in the room when you were recording it. I'd love to ob- observe even just the rehearsal and the the uh, kind of how you brought that to life because that's where I think the band leading really comes in, right? And so, yeah, any any memories yeah. any memories there in terms of like the direction you gave them? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's so many fantastic musicians. Yeah. yeah, you know it does, and 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 has the band kept growing, or has it always been twenty three members? Did you, the band yeah. was actually much bigger. Oh uh, shit! Uh, wow. Yeah, the band, uh, uh, um, the first album is forty one people. I think oh it's forty one musicians actually. The then um, I shr- I mean, it's sort of uh, contracted and expanded over okay. the years, uh, ex- okay. but now I would say since twenty um, uh, twelve. Okay. Or thirteen, uh, when the Big Mango came out, the album mm-hmm, prior mm-hmm, to Sand mm-hmm, Enigma, that's mm-hmm. been pretty much a kind of stableish 
lineup there i mean there's you know there's there's vocalists that kind of come and go yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and then there's people that that you know have been added on but but um uh yeah in terms of the, the well that's that's the thing right i mean so the musicians the first piece mm. um that we did mm. uh uh you know as as this as kush mm-hmm. um against the day that was that was a long kind of strange process that was a long, strange process, partially because um, mm. it's orchestral music and yeah. it's yeah. notated. At that time, yeah. the ratio of sort of notated stuff to to improvised stuff yeah. leaned more on the improvisational part. So there was notated stuff, okay. but then there was a lot of sections of that piece that were that were improvised. But still, the the tricky uh, thing to, to negotiate initially. Uh, which isn't really a, pro- a thing now, mm-hmm. is that because there's Arabic, um, there's maqam, which is like sort of in the quarter tone scales. They're not, you know, Western scales mm-hmm. in in all of the Kush pieces. They're, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of the the thing, this whatever you want to call them, Oriental scales, and and mm-hmm. and, and they're called maqam. Mm-hmm. Those those things were tricky for a lot of the musicians initially to get. Okay. They were sort of tricky because. I wasn't using them in a traditional way. So, so I was, it wasn't like I was saying here, here's this Arabic scale yeah. and here's this piece of music that is Arabic music. I was saying, well, no, here's this Arabic scale mm-hmm. and here's this music. That's kind of strange mm-hmm. yeah, a yeah, little bit. That's yeah. playing around with some of the things in it. So that was, that took a while to get used to, but I would say by um, the big mango, Mm-hmm. which is the second last album, mm-hmm. people just started, the members just started to get it. They started to get sort of what I was doing and what I was, you know, kind of, uh, uh, um, and they were open there. They knew that each piece uh, was something different and each piece is something different. The, the, the thing difference with this piece that g- makes it a little bit more unusual is that this piece started as an electronic piece it started oh, yeah. as an electronic piece that 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 I was working on. So the whole Whoa. thing you heard is one piece. There's not yeah. there. They, I don't write them in sections. There's it's a kind of one, you know, piece where the, the and then yeah. I kind of fill it in. You know, a bit like kind of having a, a big canvas, and then you just fill in do you, the, uh, the sections. And I just to get nerdy with you, do you use mm-hmm. notation software or a piano, a guitar? What, what's your what are some of your tools for getting that down for capturing that uh notation i mean i notate it you do yeah. uh before yeah. i used to notate it by hand which my my, my sort of notation is is terrible actually yeah. so so, so uh, where, but, where where did you get this music education from how does it let's let's get into that a little <laughs> bit i'd love to know where you learned all your chops and how you applied it to this unique unique voice in music making you know i just i want to learn a little bit about that if you can well thank you uh uh but uh so i i started in 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 uh well i mean my background is is arabic you know is arabic so my dad yeah. was an amateur musician okay and heard a lot of arabic music that was the first music that i i really was exposed to and he was mm-hmm. he was very much a music geek actually and in that you know he he played music a lot we heard you know yeah. heard a lot of arabic music and 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 it went as a kid it wasn't really because we moved from egypt when i was quite young to to the maritimes actually and ah. wasn't something that that i wanted to hear really you know i mean you know it was something that yeah. i heard a lot yeah. of yeah um and then it was really only later 
I, I mean, I'll, from that, I, I got into punk rock. I was really in the, I guess, the first wave of uh, punk rock, you know, hearing the Sex Pistols and the Ramones mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. all those first wave of punk bands. And, I, and that's what I did for, for, for quite a while. And then I got into jazz and, okay. and yeah. uh, went and studied uh, jazz. Uh, and, and, you know, I had, had on my own had studied classical theory, you know, just cause I, 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 I mean, I, whatever I was sort of, I was interested. I, I got interested in that sort of uh, even, even though I didn't play classical music, but, but then when I, I got into jazz, I realized I, I need to study this because I can't, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, my, going from punk rock to, mm-hmm. to, to jazz is mm-hmm. it's not a smooth, <laughs> a smooth transition in terms of uh, uh, chops. I had no chops. Okay. I mean, I was, I was, you know, okay. whatever chops, cho- I had no jazz chops. Yeah. So, so I, I kind of went and studied that and studied composition uh, in terms of, uh, uh, well, studied composition, I guess, in terms of jazz and classical mm-hmm. music and, and um, in, in the Maritimes or in the Maritimes, still- St. Francis at St. Effects. Uh, ex- actually. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, just kind of got a, like a diploma. Mm-hmm. I wasn't interested in, in, in pursuing, um, you know, an academic sort of career in, 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 in music as a teacher or anything. I really, really just wanted to understand uh, jazz, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, kind of, cause I was into a lot of different kinds of music and, and, um, mm. and also as a kid, you know, just discovered John Cage, which okay. is just through a very weird way was at UPEI, the university of Prince Edward Island. Uh, yeah. They had those sort of, you know, turntables the booths where you could go in and mm-hmm. just pick out, you know, vinyl. So I was just, a, you know, this kid that look, would look at the covers, you know, go, oh, that's Isn't an that interesting great? cover. Yeah. So you, you, <laughs> and, went to, uh, you went to UPEI as well? No, I didn't. Oh, no, oh, okay. I, uh, I, I didn't. I, that's, that was when I was a little kid. That was when I was wow. like, I don't know, eight or nine years old. And you I just was, somehow got in. You know, Charlottetown was, yeah. I would just wander in. I would just wow. wander into the, yeah. to the library. And, and at that point I was already into music, you know, Amazing. I was in, into, uh, uh, like so the rich. Beatles and, yeah. you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, discovered Cage and Morton Sabotnik, uh, okay, Silver right. Apples of the Moon. Cause that was a there cover that was, the cover of that was quite beautiful. And so I put that on, I was like, wow, oh. this is, yeah. you know, pretty wild music. But then yeah, with yeah. jazz, I, I really, went head over heels into it and wanted to learn about it. And, okay. and I thought it was also a good portal into other things, because if you kind of know, um, if you study jazz, you, you know, you learn uh, notation better, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you have, you learn, you have to kind of learn how to read music. Mm-hmm. You have to learn theory. And in some ways, jazz uh, theory is, is more complicated in some ways than classical theory, although they both have their complexities. And sure. so did that, and then shortly after that, um, my dad, uh, gave, as a birthday present, gave me an oud, gave oh, me yeah. uh, the, uh, yeah. the Arabic instrument, mm-hmm. which I'd never, I mean, I'd heard a lot, a, a lot, but I'd never uh, played it, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. gave me sort of a kind of crappy one, but it was good enough that I was very intrigued by it because it has no frets. And so at that point, I was starting to get into free improv mm-hmm. as well, you know, out of free jazz. And, and, and I realized that one of the great things about the Oud is that there's no frets on it. And yeah. but there's all these scales in Arabic music that are not Western scales. They're scales, you know, the, the maqam, they're quarter tone scales. And okay. that, that was a really, really big thing because it fed back into 
uh, my jazz playing, my guitar playing, my yeah. composition. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that's essentially where wow. Wow. it is, you know. I and love so it. all of I that like, stuff I kind of trail along with me. I mean, well, I still I was listen just to say that. Yeah. I love the fact that you could trace that all the way through to sand enigma basically like it's like yes you're still working in these forms in in, in with, with with these these scales um so did you do a lot of time with those macombs coming up like like did you did you like with the oud and 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 just like did you get into it did you like what was that like, like i just i'm interested in like the, really, r- the rigor the, right my computer says the batteries i'm just plugging it, but uh uh, the battery's low. I'm with um, certainly with with uh, the wood. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, I had to study that. Yeah, I had to. For, for I, I had to. You know, definitely. Yeah. That's um, Arabic music. Um, it's 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 quite. Com- I mean, it's you know, it's, it's like anything. I guess it's it's quite complicated. And also, you know, growing up in in North America, um, you're e- even though. I'd heard a lot of Macomb, you know, and I'm sure you've heard a lot of, you know, Macomb, if you listen to Arabic music or you listen mm-hmm. to Greek music or you listen to right. um, Indian music, you hear quarter tones, you mm-hmm. know, but you mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. Know, necessarily know how to play them. So that mm-hmm. took a long time. Wow, wow. And I kind of dove, you know, back into uh, Arabic music in a big way. I, I, you know, kind of immersed myself um I guess reimmersed myself because when I was a kid, I heard so much of it, but it wasn't mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. it was just background noise. It was something my dad was into that, you know, I, I had to hear, you know, that he would sort of right. almost torture us with, right, right, you right, know, right, and, right. and, uh, so that, that, you know, was a real steep learning curve, you know, because yeah, the, yeah, the, you know, yeah. with Arabic music, and if you're playing an instrument, you, you, you know, to from a Western instrument perspective you have to learn how to play that instrument in tune and then you yeah. have to learn how to play that instrument out of tune yeah you know and then you wow. have to learn how to play the instrument out of tune into <laughs> you know Whoa. so there's a right way you know to play uh you know that's kind of a, a sort of you know boneheaded uh, way to explain it but essentially yeah it that took, works it took it took a it took a long well i guess i i kind of was a bit of a nut for, for about six or seven years when I yeah. just was like, yeah, know, I still, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm still learning, you know, obviously you uh, um, yeah. about yeah. it. And, and, you know, um, yeah, it's still, it's still an ongoing process actually, but uh, um, yeah. And so all of those things feed into each other, you know, for sure, because I, I, you know, there's there, you know, for instance, when I was in jazz school, I was really, in, I had been priorly, you know, into the butthole surfers and I would sort of try and say here, you know, to the jazz guys, listen to this. These guys are fucking amazing. These guys are yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, listen yeah, yeah. to this guitar player, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, they'd be totally. like, the hell are you talking? Like what, what the hell are you talking about? So to me, all this of is, these things, this is that same effects. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's the thing. I mean, I, uh, I, I just like how everything feeds into each other. Me too. And, and because music has this thing where it's just this endless well, I mean, it's a very deep well, you know, and, and you can just keep going back to it. And, 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 you know, if you're kind of, 
um, interested in trying stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, and with it, not necessarily with a kind of, uh, end game, you know, which yeah. I don't really have. I'm just sort okay. of more curious about what, what can I learn every time I write a piece? That's a big yeah. thing for me. Yeah. I like kind of discovering something, you know, yeah. every time yeah. I, 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 I write something or play, you know, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. it's just not so easy, but I, I want, I like that. Um, Sure. Desire, you know, to, 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 to kind of do that actually. And so, um, you, um, so you, yeah, it's good to keep open. Well, uh, yeah. And you, God, you're, you embody that. I think it's really in, in your work. It's evident that that's in the foreground of, of the way that you do this thing. And that's what I was just, for me, it's just like, Oh man, I got, I, I, I have to serve a lot of time with your, this, uh, speaking of wells, your output is like, I know you've done, so much in the collaborative realm. And I want to kind of touch on some of that in, in, in your work, but um, when do you feel you found your kind of musical family? Like you, you talked about playing the butthole surfers and maybe some of the jazzers not getting it, but when do you find along the way, like I, I assume you started joining bands and kind of getting into all different kinds of music, but when do you really feel, do you, do you, do you find your musical family when you're at St. Effects or does that come later? I didn't. I mean, the thing is I, I it's, I mean, it's an interesting question related to that. I mean, it's an interesting question, but that's, that's sort of that scenario is interesting mm-hmm. because I went from playing uh, punk rock yeah. to, to kind of being turned on to jazz and, and diving into it in a big way. So I wasn't go, like a lot of players that when I went to St. Effects, particularly guitar players, mm-hmm. they weren't really interested in jazz. They were interested in jazz as a vehicle to get better at their chops, to okay. get better at, as musicians. And so I was mm-hmm. really um, very much interested. I, you know, I was a bit of a jazz geek at that point because that i went there specifically for that i didn't go there to become a better player i just wanted to understand that this particular language of traditional jazz and bebop and and you know sort of uh because the other elements of jazz say fusion i could kind of get you know i understood what that was about you know and and you know stuff like later miles davis i understood what that was about as well but playing say bebop or, or standards or, or, you know, listening to someone like, you know, Bill Evans and going, what the, what is that, you know, Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, like uh, Coltrane, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so when I went to school, I, the people that I um, had an affinity with were the jazz people, but there actually wasn't very many um, people that were actually really into jazz. I know that sounds Mm -hmm. weird, but but when you go to a kind of school, yeah, yeah. Where it's it's about you know chops and musicianship. You do you know I don't know if it was happenstance or because it's in the Maritimes or whatever. Mm. But the bulk of the guitar players, you know, m- my peers, um, they weren't really that into jazz, you know. <laughs> and and so I was a bit of an anomaly in that respect because I had more affinity with say the piano players or the saxophone players yep, because you yep, know by dint yep. of those instruments. It's yeah. hard to be a saxophone player and not be into jazz, right? right so right, it's right. very easy to be a guitar player 
and, you know, read an interview with Steve Vai where he mentions, you know, <laughs> Charlie Parker and go, yeah. fuck, you know, I want to sound like Steve Vai. I'm going to yeah. go to jazz school. Not because yeah. I'm really that yeah. interested in Charlie Parker, yeah. but more to, I want to sound like Steve Vai, yeah. which I, I was it. more like, I want to, I want to understand jazz. And so mm. seen of a bit of, a, as a bit of a kind of a geeky thing. Right. So, so the, the affinity in terms of, uh, players at that point was some jazz people. I ended up playing, you know, kind of more with jazz people than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than anything. And then later it was really, um, it took a little while, I think, because by that point I'd already, you know, um, you know, there were players around that were starting to merge some of the things that I was interested in, like punk rock and, you know, people like John Zorn, mm. you know, uh, and, and, you know, that were kind of mixing, things yeah. up a bit and i that was very encouraging yeah, yeah and also yeah. uh my guitar teacher the uh uh in in the second my second year not the first year my guitar teacher thought that i i i i was a bit of an abomination that i just i that what i was doing was not correct and then the second my second they kind of replaced him with someone else and he and that guitar teacher was great because he was like uh. well yeah what you're doing is kind of weird but that's you just follow that just there keep go. going with there that you go. great because uh and that was very encouraging that made great. a huge huge difference and so so from then on it was a you know it was a kind of thing of of you know as my friend alan bishop says you know just keeping aware so that when you meet someone mm -hmm. you know when you when you meet a mm -hmm. musician mm -hmm. that you know has that kind of thing has a bit of an openness yes. to other things that you recognize you, you make note of that person, you know, you hold on to that person. And then that's essentially what it's been, you know, so it was a kind of slow thing. Yeah. I mean, it was a kind of a, you know, say in the late eighties, there wasn't really that much of that around, but then the nice thing was that, you know, throughout the nineties, particularly when, you know, it like you had like things like post rock, which who knows what yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> what post-rock is but yeah. under that umbrella yeah you did have players and musicians and 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 you know artists that were uh doing that they were mixing up they were maybe coming yeah. from a, a rock background and interested in jazz or a noise background and sure. interested in you sure. know so all of that was really encouraging and then i just started to meet more people yeah. you know that 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 uh um we're interested in that. So it's not so much meeting people that are into what you're into. It's meeting yeah, people that yeah. are open, you know, hey, just open and, and they want to try stuff. They just want to try different things. And, and, uh, and so that, that is, that's how that's, I guess, you know, it, it, I don't know if peers is the right word, yeah. but certainly most of the people that I have in my life now, and you know, as musicians yes. and friends, yeah. Yeah, that's what they are. They're kind of, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. sort of multivalent uh, people in yeah. that way and musicians, you know. Yeah, it's be it's really beautiful what you have going on. I felt I felt a sense of 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 extended family for sure in in that. And it's all about relationships, I think, in in music. Oh, and yeah. I saw you basically putting on, you know, it was fun for me because I've never um what was I doing? I was running cable. I've never run cable in my life, but I'm, I was helping the festival, right? So, but I, I had a bird's eye view in like seeing you in a way 
put on a masterclass in people, right? In like, in like relationships and just like, there were a lot of personalities on that stage. I imagine, I imagine there's just a lot of moving pieces and you're right in saying that like, yeah, when the actual thing goes down, you're, you're there to enjoy it, but it's the, it's that buildup. I mean, how do you, uh, for those listening that want to kind of gleam and learn from you, what would you say as, as some words of advice for like, how do you go about fostering relationships and bringing forward, uh, in, uh, I, I did meaningful collaboration in, in your career. Um, it's a, pr- I think it's a process through time. It's a bit of a, it's a bit like any, it's a bit like dating, you know, uh, and meeting, you know, you're eventually meeting your partner, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you know, you meet, you, you, you sort of meet people, you meet people, you play with people, you know, and then, you know, I guess that sort of, thing that i was mentioning before is that you 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 take a note you know you you as you you pay attention you know to those people that that uh resonate you know in some way with you and you you make a note of that person you know so so for instance some of the musicians you know in 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 kush Mm -hmm. there some of them were musicians that i really didn't know what they did Mm. actually i just liked them I just thought they were nice, you know, cool people yes, and yeah. talking to them about music. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. knew I would like what they did, you know, like say Adam, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, uh, the tenor player, you know, uh, I, I, I mean, Adam, I'd known Adam for a long time before, uh, okay. um, he, he ended up in Cush. I just liked Adam. I just thought he, he, the way yeah. he thought was really cool and, and saw him play a little bit and, and liked it, but didn't really know, what he was capable of and, yeah. and was just like, I, I'd like to sort of get this guy in push, you know, and he was yeah. game for it as well. Yeah, cool. So, I mean, the thing, the, the big overriding thing, um, if there's one lesson, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, for me is just don't play with assholes. Don't try not to <laughs> try not to, I mean, you know, I mean, and, and at my age, you know, you get to a certain age and you're allowed to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I think when you're younger and you're kind of, you know, paying your dues or, you know, trying to create, you know, whatever, uh, uh, you know, uh, a space for what you do, you have to, right. You do have to, you know, you're at the mercy in a sense of, of, uh, um, you know, and, and I think the nice thing that happens is as you get older, things kind of balance themselves out. So people Mm -hmm. know you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they go, well, that guy doesn't really fit in quite with us yeah and you yeah. know and and what and i think in music what ends up happening a lot of the time is the feeling is often mutual you know, you know what i mean like like yeah, if yeah. i don't feel like i belong yeah yeah if it doesn't in resonate. a situation then the right. people who right. in that situation probably feel the same way about me yeah. that's yeah. not even entering into the asshole dimension that's just right. entering that's just into the kind of simpatical yes exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, yeah. i think I think that the, 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 because I'm not, you know, uh, a huge name, you know, and, and yet I'm very lucky to be able to do music, you know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. for a living, you know, the, the, the only thing as I get older and I've, you know, practiced it for at least, uh, you know, 10, 15 years is mm-hmm. I just try not to play with people that are kind of assholes that people that, that, that are, 
have, you know, sort of bad um, kind of intentions in yeah, playing yeah, music yeah. and, and yeah. people that maybe are, I mean, everybody's a careerist, but maybe have a kind of version of you. careerism that, that is, is, is maybe toxic. Um, and because you're just, I mean, you know, you, there's no point. What, what's the fucking point? Like what, who's, who's, what is the, there's no need for that. And I find, you know, a, you, you know, a lot of what you're seeing, what you're talking about, what you're observing mm-hmm. in Kush mm-hmm. is very easy in a sense. There's mm-hmm. no great, you know, there's no, like, there's no great secret of it. You know, when you say, oh, you know, you're, you know, what you're doing, you know, the, how you're interacting is so this or so that there's really nothing. Um, uh, uh, there's no secret to it. It's really just being around people that I, I like and love yeah, that, that and came people, out, who, that... Who, uh, people who, who I like and love what they do, that yeah. just immediately makes it pretty easy. It makes, makes everything else easy. There's no kind of like, Oh, Oh, you right, know, kind of right. awkwardness or whatever. It's everything like, gets smoothed yeah. out. So yeah, even if yeah. there is a situation yeah. Yeah. within yeah. it that, that is maybe uh, difficult or problematic, it doesn't matter. It all, it all gets smoothed out. You know, no one's going to walk away from that and go like, well, fuck you or whatever. So yeah, yeah. that's the, and, that's the only thing that's, I think that's the only thing I've learned. I, I try to just play with people that, you know, as, as Thomas Pynchon says that I'd like to have a beer with, you know, after I, I, I honest to God, you're, you're killing me with this. It's good. It's good. Like I, and that's, and so you're, you just basically answered my next question. So that goes on stage and off stage, right? Because yeah. Yeah, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's no one um there's no one in Kush that I haven't or don't or wouldn't, you know, I mean I've hung out with everybody, yes, exactly. you know, exactly. in, in the group. I, I mean, some of them are close friends, yeah. you know, and yeah. and uh yeah. um yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're all they're all friends, you know, and and you know, even um you know, uh, uh, you know, someone like Sarah Albu who replaced Nada, Nada mm-hmm. Al-Shazli's the singer uh, on the album, Egyptian mm-hmm. singer who, who, you know, I'm very close with. I've worked a lot with her. Mm-hmm. Sarah, I mean, I know Sarah, Sarah's an incredible singer, but mm-hmm. I, I really kind of wanted Sarah there mainly because she's a really cool person. You mm-hmm. know, she's, she's also just really good person to be around certainly she has scary yeah. fucking chops and she's an yeah. incredible <laughs> incredible singer yeah. but that wouldn't matter that doesn't right. really matter right. to me i mean i, I, love I don't that. i love so, that because you can't really make uh organic music i don't think yeah. uh, i mean you yeah. know there's the myth myth of like oh you need uh you know um friction you know you need tension you know yeah. conflict in a group to to make it where I've never really bought into that. Actually, I've never really, yeah. because yeah. I've, I found the groups that I've been in, uh, it's destroyed the groups that, that I've been in when, when I've had that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. so I think like, you know, unless you're, you're dealing with sort of, you know, one dimensional people, you have that friction anyway. I don't yeah. know if you know what I mean. Like you, yeah. you already have that. Yeah. And, and, and in a non-toxic form, people are complicated and, you know, they have all sorts of, there's tensions already, you know, even amongst, you know, the best of relationships mm-hmm. and that's fine. That's good. That's, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's helpful, mm-hmm. but the kind of like the sort of combative yeah. thing, yes. I just don't see the point of that. Like, no, why no. would I want to play with someone that yeah. when we're finished playing, I'm like, Jesus, I'm fucking Get me away. I'm so, yes, exactly. Yes, I don't, yeah. I don't, that's just yeah. weird actually. 
I I like where you're coming from with that, and I fully agree. It's got to be about the love and 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 the deep relationships and the trust. I think that you build. Also, what I love is like you know having done it a, a bunch of years, right? Is like the storylines that come through. I'm sure you, having done so much time with all of these players, I'm sure you're drawing on like when you're traveling to Denmark or wherever the hell, you know, or Guelph. You're, 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 mm-hmm. you're drawing on years of fun, silly stories that I think give a little bit of spice to the whole thing, right? It's Absolutely. not just a one-time thing. It's like this long form. You used the term long form earlier, right, of these relationships over time. That's why we're on the planet, I think, yeah? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, 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 there's all of that enriches what you do. Yeah, you know, it does. and, it and, does. and, uh, it translates, and, right? and I'm not, yeah. you know, the, the, the music that, that, you know, you, you, I mean, there's different ways. I mean, that's why it's sort of hard to kind of make vast generalizations about, uh, about this. But for me, yeah, myself, I mean, yeah. those, what you're saying is, is at least for me is, is, you know, resonates with me and is true. And that I find that it's those kinds of long, relationships were were you know that the, the palette of of you know kind of uh, uh emotions and yeah you know uh um of a friendship or or mm-hmm. whatever with with mm-hmm. uh you know your bandmates that they just the the the, the bigger the palette the more you you goes into it right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so i mean you know there's some singers who who you know they they kind of know that i'll put them in um, uncomfortable situations as singers, you know, just because there's something like there's, there's a kind of, we've had a conversation yeah. about, I mean, uncomfortable meaning just pushing them out of their, out of yeah. their comfort zone, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Yeah. you know, sort of uh, being abusive or something, right. but, <laughs> and they appreciate it because they realize there's a kind of humor to, to, to that. And they will, and they realize that they're, they're capable of it. I mean, it's like anything, you know, you, you, yeah. you know, you, 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 someone outside sees more than you see about yourself a lot of the time. And so, mm-hmm. um, I think with, um, when, 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 if you're in the position that I'm in as a, someone who's writing this music, I can write something for those people, you know, yeah, I can yeah, write something yeah. specific. Yeah. They might not know that they might not sort of understand, well, that, that, you know, that, because, you know, that, that say for say Katie Moore, her background is primarily in country music. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, Katie has been a friend for, for, for decades and incredible mm-hmm. singer, you know, incredible yeah. person. Yeah. And, and, but I, I know Katie shines in other things. She, she's not quite, you know, aware yes. of that, but she, okay. whenever I put her in those, you know, uh, you know, kind of go, I'm going to try this with Katie uh-huh. and, you know, and, and, I think it works great because Isn't that I, fun? You know, she, yes. Yeah. It's amazing. It's on obvious, it's not the obvious path. And that's what creates the new opportunities. And, and I, I'm sure she must gobble that up. She must be like saying yes to everything that you're throwing her away because it's pushing her in directions that not, probably I would guess not a lot of others are right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I imagine. it's true. Yeah, with her it is. I mean, yeah. with, a, with a few of the other singers, but with Katie, yeah. that's yeah. exactly that. That's so I mean, cool. that she, you know, then initially, um, you know, when we started working together, um, you know, with with you know, me writing stuff, you mm-hmm. know, for mm-hmm. her to sing, um, she was a bit like 
you know, this is kind of weird, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I then she, she realized that, 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 that she, yeah. it, it's just, it, it was a trust thing, right? Yeah. She knows that I'm yeah. not, yeah. Yeah. that I, I, that I know she can do it. Yeah. And she now knows she doesn't even sort of, Love it. you know, Love bat it. an eye, yeah. you know, yeah. say, well, here's yeah. this thing. And she, you know, and she's goes great. And she gets it now. She sort of, I mean, she gets it in, in, in terms of that. She knows that um, it's a real collaboration, you know, that she has the ability to do this. And I know her well enough that I know she can do it, you know, even if it's not something that she would have thought of or, or whatever. And I certainly know that, that in other musical situations, yeah, she doesn't really, you know, like get sort of pushed in. And and so, so sadly, uh, sadly, I think we stay in our silos a little too well, you know, even though some of us like yourself, I think really work in, in, in your, your music to try to remove those barriers and, and, mix where maybe those mixes it should be more habitual but i imagine you're right it probably doesn't happen she probably has a a laneway for her most of her days right uh in terms artistically maybe but i don't want to undermine that i think like we we you just for myself as well i don't get a lot of calls to you know i'm usually creating the musical opportunities i'm not getting those calls because i'm not that kind of a musician and i acknowledge that but when i get those calls I, I, I lap it up because it's kind of fun and new things happen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, hey, let's cut to some of your music. Let's play the title track from his 2013 record, The Big Mango. Here it comes now, Land of Kush.
what a what what a tune what a tune to end that album on as well um uh i don't want to just make this a deep dive into your work with land of kush there's so much more that we can unpack uh but beautiful stuff like just like so heavy um i when when do you end up going to montreal so you you're at saint fx you do you do you you you're based at at a montreal you've been based at a montreal for some time how does that i am now yeah you are now i mean I am now. I was living in Cairo for, for, for a while. Um, I mean, I lived in Cairo twice. So my, my okay. sort of trajectory is that I, I um, came to Montreal briefly, not even for a year in, in the mid eighties, uh, essentially followed a, 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 a woman, a partner here, yes. you know, to Montreal. Yes. And then of course that ended you know, as the typical story to end it okay. as soon as um, I, as soon as I, I got, got here. here. And then I just sort of stayed, <laughs> uh, stayed in Montreal Okay. Um, and started, uh, um, a version of a, of a punk rock band that I'd been had in, 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 uh, PEI started it with some, some musicians from, uh, here. And, and, uh, one of them, uh, Andre Asselin, the bass player, he's, he's really the guy that kind of turned me on to jazz actually. And, and so, so that, period was less than a year that i was here that's where i really got into jazz i so i but that's also where i as i as i mentioned before where i realized i have no fucking clue what how to play this music you know and he didn't either i mean you know we he he actually eventually ended up going to um concordia to study as well and so i just thought well i gotta i gotta figure this out you know and so i thought well i'll go back to the Maritimes and, and uh-huh. uh, uh, just woodshed, learn right. as much about yeah. it as I can Great. and audition. Also, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, it's a family hour, but it's, I should, I'll just say it. I, I didn't finish high school. So I, I, I went, I went to um, back to the Maritimes because okay. I had quit high school and then went to Montreal, you know, uh, um, uh, Prior we, to we, that, we skipped we skipped that part uh, at the beginning of the of the talk. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. So, Thanks for catching us up. It, it, okay. Great, great, great detail that I'm glad yeah, you. I just don't. Wow. Kids don't smoke and finish high school is what I want to say to the kids. Well, the and country. don't uh, don't work with assholes. We could probably exactly. end the podcast. Don't now. work with high school smoking dropout assholes. That's you heard it here first. Yeah. So, um, so, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 you're so kind of I, back and I, forth. I, yeah. So I went back and then kind yeah. of woodshed it and then did the audition, did the audition, uh, as a mature student to, uh, um, you know, to, to be able to go to university. I and this. I did, I love this. I passed it and, 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 uh, was able to, 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 you know, pass that crazy exam yeah. and then yeah. to pass the audition, you know, yeah. cause by that point, as I mentioned, I'd been sort of studying classical theory, Right. Just for kicks in a weird way. Yeah. Sure exactly who, who were you listening to I, that was inspiring that apart from maybe Cage or Sabotnik? They're not inspiring. Um, that, you know who, what it was? Yeah. I mean, the weird thing was I was I was into people like Cole Porter. Oh, okay. you know, well, I was into I mean, really, I think only wow. through 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 hearing about, you know, Cole Porter through through people like, you know, Elvis Costello or mm-hmm. Lou Reed or, mm-hmm. you know, they would kind of mention. And then when I heard Cole Porter, I thought that's really cool that's really smart yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. uh, um wonderful funny writing you know yeah. and i like the humor yeah. in a lot of okay. his writing okay so so i just kind of was interested in in um 
that and mm-hmm. and you know and then of course you know uh was into things like stravinsky you know was into uh um you know kind of in a way i, I ended up working backwards you know because because of uh, uh cage you know and people like that yeah. were, were yeah. you know so so that i i the, a lot of 20th century stuff i i discovered through cage uh, yeah. like Zanakis and, and sure. Stravinsky, Vares, you know, uh, yeah. also through Frank Zappa, you know, right. Zappa would, would, you know, mention, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, Vares and then realize, well, I just want to see what this is. I want to see, you know, I want to try and understand particularly Stravinsky because, yeah. you know, someone like Zanakis yeah. or Cage, even it wasn't so much a requirement, you know, to learn how to read yeah. music, yeah. but Stravinsky, yeah. yeah. It was clear that music was 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 very precise. Yeah. yeah. So I just started studying classical theory because I was curious. I was curious it. about it, even Love though it re- didn't relate in any way to the like music on your that own? I was doing. Are you, are you yeah, doing this on just, your just own? Just on my own. Yeah. On my yeah, own. Yeah. yeah. I, so so I had a kind of, um, I had that you know in my in my toolkit, as they say, when I went yeah. to audition for yeah. for jazz school. I knew yeah. that already. Yeah. I mean, just from yeah. my own. Um, studied <laughs> and it helped um, it helped actually quite a bit you know I particularly bet. in my in my first year and um so that was it i just kind of went back to the maritimes and then studied mm. jazz for mm. um i guess about three years and then uh realized um that there's not much of a jazz scene in <laughs> charlottetown there yeah. wasn't at that time i don't know if yeah. there is now i don't think yeah, there yeah. is now actually yeah. and um particularly there wasn't um a scene at all of of the kind of thing that i was interested in doing with jazz which was like mixing it you know someone you know that's finding people who are into the butthole surfers and charlie parker you know and you you know kind of you know and so and 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 so there was certainly bands around you know like a band like sonic youth you know they were they were clearly um be influenced by different things you know and so i thought well i should maybe go back to Montreal because maybe there's something like that in Montreal. And, and, you know, there, there, it was, there was, you know, I mean, I went back and, and, mm-hmm. but initially when I went back, I was very much wanting to play in the jazz scene. And I did, okay. I played in the kind of traditional jazz scene for a bit and got really got sick of it very quickly. I mean, yeah. I, and never have gone back to that scene uh, because of the kind of, a weird machismo sort of, you know, bullshit sure. of, you know, yeah. comp- sort of the competitive, uh, uh, yeah. which it's just classical. really doesn't make any sense. It the just variation. doesn't make any. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. It's, sure. Yeah, it's, sure. Such, a, it's sure. such a silly notion. It's you not know, why to, to, it's not why you got on, into music in the first place. Right. No, no. And it's also something I just don't care about because it's not like I'm, I'm a partisan for, for any, particular music you know you know that that you know i mean over the years i've gotten criticism you know from 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 say like traditional arabic musicians who say you know what you're doing you know is not you know it's not traditional music i was like well no of course it's yeah yeah thanks thanks for that yeah it's not it's like oh really you you know how to do that there's enough people that know (laughs) how to do that i'm not one of them i have no interest in that actually so so anyway, that's what happened. So I went, went, came back to Montreal and then uh, around 2006 moved to Egypt. Um, okay. You, and, how long uh, did you, how long did you live in Montreal for that stint though? For that, I was, oh, for, I was here for about uh, nine years. 
actually no 10 years years, exactly 10 years no 11 years sorry yeah yeah 11 years so so quite a chunk and that's kind of where you know i guess i I moved i moved back at a good time that was kind of when you know the city was uh uh, you know the the that's when sort of godspeed and you know all that you know sort of uh and are you connecting you're you're connecting and collaborating with those folks eh? like i did yeah well i still i mean some i still do i'm some you know still friendly with uh, and friends with uh with some of those uh, uh, guys yeah. like Dave yeah. and, and, and Terry and Sophie. Right. Um, and some other people in the group as well. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, say, say that's cool. Shalabi effects started sort of around the same time as Godspeed. So there was this okay. kind of weird okay. thing, you know, there was a scene kind of developing them, um, you know, and, and uh, yeah, they yeah, were, neat. they were fans of, of, of ours and, and, um, you know, we kind of were, were were aware of what they did and dug what they did uh, as well. Did, and and did and, you feel like it was a scene at the time, like that, like a uh, kind of a, you know, or did it? Or did there it was something feel? going on? Yeah, you know, yeah, as, as yeah, uh, you know, yeah. as Morton Feldman. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think there's that great quote by him about New York in the fifties, mm-hmm. where where it, uh, you know, that he said, "What is it?" He said that something like for about. Uh, three months it felt like nobody knew what art was anymore you know and and it felt there was a period where that was very exciting it was you know kind of maybe in the late 90s where so many i mean i my background as well um you know (laughs) this, this is a long conversation but my background um wasn't at that point wasn't so much in 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 you know what you would call um, post rock, I guess. I don't. I don't even know how to sort of. Yeah. I was. I was as much into kind of experimental music at that yeah. point because I. My, yeah. I'd sort of been going towards how do I sort of synthesize, say, noise, free jazz, jazz, and Arabic music. That's <laughs> kind of where my head was at at that point. Okay. So 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 um, certainly. You know, the great thing about that period, you know, which I guess the, 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 the why I bring up the Feldman quote is that mm-hmm. everybody was playing with everybody else. Yeah, nice. It was very nice. exciting. Nice. It was, nice. it was very exciting because it was kind of new, at least in my experience, where, where you were meeting people. You know, I, you know, David Christian, who was a, just a brilliant electronic artist that not a lot of people know of, just a very, very incredible seminal uh, electronic musician David uh, in the Christian? 90s. David Christian and, and okay. he stopped kind of doing music actually, but David's a huge uh, influence on, on, you know, the Montreal scene, not just on the Montreal scene. Also, you know, magazines like the wire, you know, uh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. sort of championed his importance, but David mm-hmm. also just kind of gave up music, a very antisocial yeah. guy, but, but yeah. we were, uh, yeah. um, we were playing in a trio with Alexandre Saint-Ange wow. um, and, you know, so so I had this kind of leg in, in in very experimental music, but it all kind of the great thing about that period was people were just interested in an experiment. Yeah. Andrew Dixon, you know, who's a great guy from Tricky Woo, mm. you know, that band, you know, mm. later sure. Soft Canyon, um, you know, who was essentially coming from like a garage rock and rock background. Yeah. But we played together and, and, and I love know, how because, tapped in you, you are know, with the, all of these different worlds. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that was, you know, that was one of the great, well, I mean, I've always 
been like that. I've just always been very open. I, I don't have a kind of a hierarchical thing yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. music. Um, and and yeah. uh, but but the, the, here in Montreal, there was there, there was such a great moment there. You know where where people were just playing. It was very promiscuous in that respect. People were just playing. Yeah, with everybody else yeah. and trying things, you know, and and, yeah. uh, and it was wonderful. Eventually, you know, these things end. They can't. They're not. They they don't. They can't sustain that that kind of momentum. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So that was sounds kind like of you, sounds like you learned a lot though in in those years in terms of how to navigate. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um, absolutely. Let's listen to your 2012 record. Uh, this is Shalabi Effect. And the album is Fain to Delight Gaiety of Gods. Track number two, Cum Duster, Tempting Gods. You got to love that.
Well, uh, Shalavi effect very different than um, Land of Kush. You know, it's a it's a changing of gears there. Um, you know, what's really interesting to me is seeing the way you design your creative life, like. You're, you know, and, and, and the Guelph Jazz Festival really, I think, portrayed a bit of that in one night you're playing with the 20, you're leading a 23 piece orchestra. The next day you're with a trio, you're with Collat Norm and, and Tim and Collateral, yeah. right? So, so I love that vibe of like the, the way you change gears. But how do you design? I, I noticed like the, the years between your Land of Kush records. And then if you, parallel those with shalabi effect you kind of get you get the whole picture right but like how do you design your could we take a look at your calendar this is industry tactics let's take a look at the way you what does a week look like for sam shalabi on a good week well that depends year by year i mean sure. you know i think yeah. uh, um you know the the i mean yeah that's that's really hard to say i mean because i i think uh, um you know, for instance, right now, uh, I'm writing, I'm mostly writing okay. music. I'm, you know, uh, okay. because I, I, I have a recording in January, I have a trio recording in January okay. and I'm writing cool. for that, you know, and also in November, I'm going to be gone for to Europe for most of the November. So, so that's going to be a whole other you know thing. But in terms yeah. of the way yeah. you're sort of alluding to is that, um, the the <laughs> there's a kind of in a way there's a kind of benefit to being not very successful in a sense right Go ahead. This so is if good. i had was mega successful yeah if one of those projects if one of my projects was this thing that just you know people fucking the gobbled up and, and yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. wanted to see it yeah then that's what i would be doing right i would be i would be in a sense be kind of pushed stuck more there. in that yeah, yeah, direction yeah. but none yeah. of the 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 things that i do uh, and, you know, and, and land of Kush is prohibitively difficult to, to move no around. Doubt. I mean, you know, people, people don't go, Hey, you know, do you want to come play in Brussels? It's like, well, nobody really, once they see what that entails, you know, uh, I mean, that, yeah. that, that happens every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of it is, is really just, um, it happens when it happens, you sure. know, uh, okay. I mean, with Shalabi effect, um, we don't all live in the same city. We don't all live in Montreal. Right. anymore and 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 you know uh and so the space you know that ha- that stuff kind of just happens when we're when we're able to do it uh with kush now it's really uh when someone asks us you know if someone says hey you know uh uh so so the way it kind of works with kush is that we, if you know someone will say hey do you want to come do this festival in you know ontario we'll pay you to come yeah, and we'll pay for your transportation, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Great. You know, and yeah. if it's far enough away, yeah. uh, I'll write a new piece. I'll write, I'll write some, you know, um, but if it's not far enough away, then, then we'll do what we did at Guelph, which is we, you know, the, the, that was the last time we're doing sand and Nick, for instance, right, like, right, right, we've right, done right. it four or five times and that's it actually. Okay. So nice, the nice next, cycle though. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of, um, really just a thing of, 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 you know, because it is so, um, uh, sorry, I'm just, someone's phone in here. All good. Just one sec. Take it, take it. You should put them on speaker. Hello. How are you doing? Just, I'm, I'm just in the middle of, uh, I'm in the middle of this uh, zoom uh, interview thing. Okay. Can you, um, 
Okay. Just maybe like in, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes or something. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Oh, sorry about that. All good. All good. But, um, yeah, I mean, with Kush, we, we, I don't, I just, I don't, um, I don't sit around writing Kush but do you pieces. know? Do you do you know that you'll go back to writing for Kush eventually? Like I, I mentioned yeah. that cycle. Like you, you've got that in mind. But yeah, yeah, I figured. Yeah. Okay, I mean, so- again, I think it's 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 you know, yeah, for sure. I think that that um, enough time, you know, when enough time goes by, mm-hmm. like the big mango, um, I think the the space between monogamy and the big mango was like. Uh, a few four years, years. four yeah, years. Yeah. I think yeah, it was like yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, so that was that was just kind of being in Egypt when I was living in Egypt and being very inspired ah, by okay, uh, okay, Egypt. That's and I cool. just started writing the piece, yeah, you know. Yeah, and then yeah, also, yeah. I, yeah, great, I had great. traveled to uh, Senegal and was really inspired by 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 the music and the the culture in in, in Senegal, particularly in Dakar. Yeah. And uh, just started writing it, and then thought, well, okay, I'll I'll see ah. who's around, you know, when I if if I'm able to do this. Uh, in Montreal and we were, and oh, okay. uh, we were okay. able to kind of organize it, but usually it's the other way around, you know, that, that, that some, you know, like for instance, with sand enigma, it was Aga Khan. It was the Aga yeah, Khan. Great, uh, great. Okay. They asked Kush to do something. And the invitation was far enough away from the, the actual show that I thought, well, I'll just write a new thing. But in fact, awesome. with, with sand enigma, it was an electronic piece that I was working right. on. Right. With Nada El Shazli, and I thought, well, I'll just do that. You know, I'll just sort of adapt this piece mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to to uh, um, for the orchestra. You know, and and uh, and that that's how that happened. And then Constellation uh, will put it out. Not every Kush piece has been put out, though. Actually, there's two oh, wow. pieces wow. that okay. uh, are not Neat. recorded that probably oh, wow. won't be probably won't be recorded because of the logistics. There's one piece that's the longest Kush piece. That, that's uh, exciting, though. Um, yeah, although never it's say probably never, never going to never say never, that? never say never. Well, I don't think it will be. I mean, okay. uh, a because some of the people uh, on that piece are, or are no longer in in the group because just I mean, not okay. you know they moved away and you know they're doing yeah. Yeah. other stuff. You know, they're raising families or whatever. Yeah. But but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. also, I don't I don't know how we would. Um, I don't know how we would we would do that. That that piece was like over two hours actually. Holy shit! And oh, uh, wow. we performed it at Victor. We performed it at Victoriaville. Oh, shit! Amazing, amazing. And amazing. Uh, it's a nice. It's a wow. quite a good piece actually. Very complicated uh, wow. piece though. So I I can't see us going back to that. And then there was another piece where the group expanded <laughs> to yeah. Uh, yeah to like forty. Um, how many people? Forty two. Which that that was when I learned my lesson of the thing of like you know, you know, size doesn't really matter. Kind you of love, thing where you, just, you do like to you you lean towards a large ensemble though, eh? That's your sweet spot. Not so much anymore. That no. as I, that that when when I kind okay. of regrouped uh, um, the group uh, for that piece, I I don't even know what I was thinking. I mean, I have yeah. my theories of what I was thinking, yeah. but. But um, it was just really overkill. It wasn't. Okay. Okay. okay there wasn't. Okay. I realized, you know, yeah. quickly there was no. There was just no point. There was no point to having that many. Yeah. For that music, to having yeah, that yeah. many musicians, and it, and it was true. I mean, I never went back to it. I never returned okay. back to uh, to it. You know. So. But, Man, uh, that's beautiful stuff. I. 
I know we're coming up to our hour here, but I want to uh, like um, I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, what well, was drawn to, to to that your creative cycles, you know, and and you got a little bit into it. I, I interviewed Kid Koala a few years ago on this podcast, and he had a he. I mean, he he seems like a bit of an anomaly as an artistic planner, but he had like a seven year cycle which i'm attracted to but haven't been able to enable in my own work you know it's just it's although to an extent maybe i have because i started thinking in these longer cycles do you do you get into that in in your work or do you kind of navigate basically if the aga khan call you're going to get creative and give them more than they were even bargaining for it's like yeah you know what i'm actually going to bring you a new work or negotiate it that way you you see an opportunity in victoriaville in in what's kind of come to you right yeah is that yeah. more like it yeah okay yeah i mean it, it really depends i mean i'm i'm up for you know the 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 that that a lot of what i do is not for instance i do a lot of film score stuff you know oh, yeah, i do okay. a lot of music for films and you know and and do you know sort of do commissions okay you know uh um that that isn't you know it's not it's not really my my music and a set i mean it is but Yes. It's someone else's project that I'm, 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 you know, yeah. um, yeah. you know, doing, yeah. you know, doing stuff for, and, 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 you know, the, the, the longer I do that, the better it gets, obviously, because people yeah. kind of know what you do more and they don't ask you to do things that are just ridiculous that, you know, will sound bad, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, but wow. the, a lot of the, um, I mean, a lot of what I, what mm. I do, uh, I'm very lucky in that um, I don't really do anything that I don't want to do. You know, maybe 20, 30 years ago, I would get asked to do things that I just for my, you know, that, that I yeah, had yeah, to yeah. do for money yeah. Yeah. and I did do, you know, and I did do kind of, you know, cause I, 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 I feel weird about, you know, refusing to, mm-hmm. to, uh, uh, you know, not do, do gigs, you know, yeah. as a, as a musician. Yeah. And I, I don't really do that. I mean, I don't have to do that. I don't have to, you know, so, 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 um, yeah, I mean, any, opportunity the way it kind of works with me is any opportunity someone uh invites me to do something if i i will of course try and you know do the the make it interesting and 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 because i figure you know at this point they know that what i do right they have some I- idea yeah and hopefully they're okay they, they 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 should expect that you know they should expect that i'm you know will you know, kind of do something, you know, that, that maybe is different for them and myself, uh, and something that maybe, maybe challenges me a bit, you know, some, sometimes that backfires. I mean, it has, it has actually backfired, uh, uh, um, you know, before. So there's that. And, and I'm Mm. very lucky to, to that, that, that that is quote unquote work, you know, because it's usually very enjoyable work. So, but when I'm not doing that, um, I'm working on my own stuff, which of course, you know, I couldn't survive, you know, from, from yeah. like meeting my own, like my own albums. I have like, you know, my sort of, I just released a, 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 um, a solo album, you know? So, so, so basically when I don't have, you know, quote unquote, have anything to do when someone's, you know, when I'm not working, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, gainfully employed, you know, mm-hmm. as a musician, mm-hmm. then I still work. I mean, I, I, it's, for me, it's an opportunity to, to, to work on my, my own stuff. It's an opportunity Great. to, to, you know, practice, you know, it's an yeah. opportunity to, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of learn, um, or read, even just read about yeah. stuff yeah. And, and, you know, but, but, uh, more. but generally that's yeah. how it works when there's a sort of period cool. where, you know, cool. down period in terms of work 
Yeah. Uh, I'll work on my stuff. I'll work on my own, my solo stuff actually. And, and uh, so it's a kind of nice, I like it's it. It's been a nice balance, you know, sort well, of over you, the you, years. You, fi- you figured it out. It's any successful artist needs to, how do you keep making your art and figure it out and get a, you know, as a, a, a good kind of uh, just pattern together in terms of what works for you and your lifestyle. Right. So, yeah. I yeah. You gotta, I guess, I guess, you know, hopefully you, you, yeah, you figure, hopefully, I mean, I, I'm only talking about, you know, what I know, but, but sure, it's, hopefully it's a constant pe- with others. people figure yeah. it out. Yeah, you know, yeah. hopefully that if you keep doing it yeah. long enough, yeah. you'll figure it out. You know, yeah. it, it, it'll kind of get figured out, you know, between you and the and circumstances, you know, uh, beyond your control, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. um, that's great. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, very, very lucky because, you know, I mean, the other thing is, is you, do you have to kind of uh, to sort of see what kind of life you want? Right. I'm not, you know, uh, uh, you know, I don't have, I don't own property, okay. you know, I'm not like fabulously wealthy, you yeah, know, yeah. as a, yeah. as a musician, yeah. but I'm, I'm very lucky. I can pay my rent, yeah. you know, I yeah. can, you know, buy yeah. books. I can, you know, whatever yeah. I, I'm, you know, and yeah. uh, you know, and I have a roof over my head and I can do yeah. m- music. I do what I love, you know, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. fucking very, very lucky. There and and then I have these periods where, yes, I don't have, have, you know, uh, uh, you know, sort of, um, you know, kind of income, you know, huge, yeah. but I can actually work on my own music because yeah. I've, you know, managed yeah. to figure out, you know, how to sort of save enough, yeah. So yeah. it's, it's cool. great. You know, I have, it's I cool. can't really complain, <laughs> can't complain yeah. about, about that, you know, and, and it's a very kind of nice, uh, it's just like a weird thing that gets balanced out for you. If you, if you per, are persistent, if you keep doing it, you know, if you keep sticking with it, because a little, it's a little bit like, you know, if you remove yourself from that momentum, then the whole house of cards kind of crumbles. Right. So if you removed, sure. if I said, well, you know what, I'm going to go work, you know, on a, you know, sort of as a fisherman for six yeah. years in Greece, yeah. yeah, you know, of course, when I came back, if I come back to it, that, that dynamic, that means something is not going to yes. be there. It's yeah, going to be yeah. gone. So, yeah, yeah, so, gotcha. so gotcha. I think, you know, you have to kind of see, well, d- is this what I want to do? Do I want to, am yeah. I okay with this kind of, momentum and, 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 you know, sort of, uh, uh, trajectory. And, and I'm, I'm very happy with it because I know musicians that like, I mean, we were sort of hinting at before that, mm-hmm. um, I know musicians that are very, very successful, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, and, uh, that, that, uh, you know, like some of the arcade fire people and, and, you know, yeah. Godspeed uh, people, the yeah. thing that, um, you know, that, that, that I, I think I'm, I feel for myself, I feel, feel very lucky about is I don't have to keep doing this w- one thing over and over and over again, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I have time yeah. to just kind of fuck around on yeah. stuff. If I, yeah. you know, if I decide, you know, I, I'm now, you know, I bought a 12 string electric guitar, you know, yeah. and I'm starting to play that and, you know, I'm just screwing around with it. You know, and and I don't know what I'm going to do with it exactly. But I mean, if I was, you know, like in in a band like, say, Godspeed or, (laughs) you know, I couldn't do that. I couldn't sit around, you know, for, for, you know, like for months, you know, just fucking around on this guitar. I don't think, you know, I'd have to be, you know, like touring and, you know, doing this and and working on that, you know, working on that particular thing. And I know 
musicians who are, you know, are very successful, say in theater and dance, you know, that they're, they do that, but by their own admission, they have no time to do any other music. They have no time to do their own music. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily lead to other creative, uh, like, uh, offshoots. Right. So it it is the thing and, and that's fine, but yeah, I hear well, you, you on that front. You yeah. become you become that, right? You yeah, become, I think, in a way, you know. And I guess that's what I mean about sort of uh, being comfortable with the type of life that you want. Yeah, nice, you know, if nice. I, if I, you know, twenty years ago said, "Oh fuck this shit," I want to own a you know big house and a boat yeah. and a car. Yeah. You know, then then I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. you know, but yeah. and and yeah. I think you know maybe, yeah. you know. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Sure. So, so, so those people, you know, that I'm talking about, they're, they're, they have, there's obviously benefits, you know, to, to, to their trajectory, you know, and, and, um, the, I don't you know, know the, man, I, I hear a lot of, a lot these days of like, he's an accountant and you know what? And I can almost finish their sentence for them. What? He ain't, he ain't so happy or he's like, doing this other thing off on the side he's you know he's collecting vintage ties or whatever to try to try to you know like try to fill the void right it's like i i do think that that you're onto something there and it's like that's kind of it right it's like it's you got to choose that and and people like yourself who have chosen that life early and just like really kind of paved the way for yourself to output as much as you have it's like it's no mistake i i kind of I admire that. I think that is a key to happiness and, and the whole thing. I'm not saying you're happy. I'm just saying it's a key. to. I happiness. think it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, but you know, I, I mean, for me, I, I think it was totally. just a question of, uh, I don't have, uh, um, like I don't, I don't have sort of, you know, um, sort of unrequited, uh, uh, you know, dreams of fuck. I wish I, you know, yeah. uh, you know, my, I'm a pretty simple guy in a way. And then mm-hmm, I like, mm-hmm. you know, books, I like music, <laughs> you know, I like, you know, TV, yeah, you know, yeah, I like yeah, touring yeah, cause I yeah. can get to travel. Yeah, I'm not a good yeah. traveler. Otherwise I, okay. I don't like the thing yeah. of, you know, let's you go like to, sightseeing. you know, the Bahamas yeah. for, yeah. I, I just can't do that anyway. All inclusive, so, the all inclusive with Sam Shalabi. Exactly. <laughs> oh, come on, so, man. So, you're letting, you're letting all of your Montreal uh, colleagues down. Isn't I know a lot of Montrealers who love the all inclusive. <laughs> I've um, never done it. I've never done it. Good, good, good. Well, I, no, you know, I, I get it. I get it. But, uh, but get uh, it. no, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, like, there, there's money and then there's, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, what you, what you want to do. And so, you know, maybe that seems silly, you know, a bit of a harder path though, right? Bit it's of a, a bit of a harder path. path. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No doubt, but, no but I think the, the thing is though, is, uh, yeah. you know, you, you, it depends really what you're, what you're in it for, you know? And, yeah. and if you're, you know, yeah. again, if you're comfortable doing that. And so I think, you know, the, the, the kind of, when I say that I'm, I'm simple, you know, it, you know, in, in that, you know, reading a book or hearing a great album, mm-hmm. you know, is is really pleasurable. You know, it's a really, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, discovering mm-hmm. new music or or mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, you know the, the 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 fun things that I like don't require that yeah. much. Yeah, you know, they come from you in a way. Yeah, right? there's I mean, just yeah, things yeah, that are yeah. pretty accessible, and yeah, tra- and yeah. so yeah, so to me, it's all part of the same thing i don't really think about you know oh i wish you know like you know the things that i 
want to do are things really that are in my in my life that I want to improve maybe and change you know about myself doesn't, doesn't, or you know maybe about people around me yeah you know uh, and, yeah. and you know about maybe what I do you know as a musician they're not sort of things that I dream of, you know I don't dream of you know uh, you know, marrying Elon Musk or, or, you know, whatever, or just like some weird, you know, yeah. thing like yeah. that, you know, yeah. that I wish I was on, you know, like I'm, I'm, that stuff is really, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it's just nothing, but you know, the, the yeah. things that I'm ambitious about yeah, are yeah, things yeah, that are really yeah. within my, within reach, you know, they're, well, I was, was going to ask if you, you, know, you don't strike me as someone with a lot of regret in their career to date, but, um, Correct me if I'm wrong. No, Do you have any no, regrets in terms of, I, you know what I loved too is like we stuck, we grazed the uh, we kind of just grazed over it, the quitting of high school and then kind of going back with a little more intent after and, and really dig, sinking in. That's your education, man. That's the beautiful path. Like everyone yeah. I've been interviewed on this podcast, whether they've quit school and not had a lick of formal education or taken the odd path that you took so beautiful right because it's your path and we all have that one path right like yeah. everyone has their shortfalls sure and their strengths right you know it's uh is there a lot of regret i suspect not no, no. um you know, no i mean you know certainly there's you know things in, in in you know life you know or whatever you know in terms of like you know people you know relationships here and there you know that uh mm -hmm. i mean i was just talking like on a personal you yeah. know yeah. level you know there, everybody has those little sure. things but if you're talking sure. about as a as a uh, uh, person in general and and as a, a musician or artist no no n none no no i mean you know there there i have um um things that I wish I had have done better. That's for sure. Okay. You know, okay. but then, but then again, you know, um, you, you, you're, you're able to keep doing it. You're able to get, you, you know, that's it. You know, as, you, as, you, know, you try, you just try again, you know, you, yeah. you do you yeah. give it another yeah. go. Yeah. And that's kind of the, the joy of it because those things that, you know, like I think, um, you know, sometimes, you know, the things that I feel like I've, I've improved upon, you know, someone will listen to what I did, you know, 10 years ago. No, that's, I like that's, that more. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's sure, like, sure. you know, you just, it's your own thing, right? It's your own yeah. kind of that's path. And so, yeah. so, yeah. so, yeah. no, I mean, I think, uh, um, as a, as a uh, artist, no, I mean, you know, it's really, it's funny that, that that's cool. we're talking about this because I, I reconnected with, um, mm -hmm. very, very old girlfriend, uh, uh, some time ago, or not, I guess a couple of years ago in, mm -hmm. in Vancouver after like 30 odd years. And then I saw her again, uh, maybe about four months ago. And, and she was sort of, she didn't really know what I did that much, but when we got sort of, um, reconnected, she checked, checked out what I did more. And, and, mm. you know, one of the sort of nicest things you know to hear was she said well you haven't really changed you know you've st you're still that's nice you know, you're eh? stuck yeah. you just kind of yeah. stuck to what you're always and i yeah. think that's yeah. kind of true that is so nice it's though. sort of yes. hard to yes. have a, a yeah you know uh, um you know I, i've certainly changed in terms of the nuts and bolts maybe of of mm -hmm. you know what i you know the, the material i guess of of what i do but in terms of the kind of the intention uh, I haven't really changed, you know, the things yeah. that I kind of want to do, I'm still, yeah. you know, attempting to do and the things yeah. that I want to avoid, I'm still attempting to, to avoid, you know. Mm. 
Well, we just got it. A healthy dose of the Shalabi effect. I'm feeling it. Are you gentle <laughs> listeners? Uh, check him out on where can people learn more about your work, Sam? Is it at uh, on Instagram or what, where would you steer people? Let's go steer people to Bandcamp to buy your stuff. Bandcamp. Yeah, I'm on Bandcamp under my own name. Uh, I'm on Bandcamp uh, on Nashazaphone, which is an Egyptian label that releases okay. amazing music. Uh, there's a few labels that I'm on where you can check out stuff. Yeah, certainly on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, Nash has a phone and has I guess is the, is a great label. They just put out my last there it is. album yeah. and had put it and put it another one. Well, let's hear, um, let's hear Unrock. something from your, uh, from your, your, your solo record to go out with it. Uh, can we, can we hear something from your solo record? Well, um, the last one, the pieces are long. They're sure. Long. It looks like it's 17 <laughs> minutes. Two, yeah. All right, yeah, well, you know quite, what, fuck it. It's, it. it's a podcast, so fuck it. Here it comes now. Here comes Shirk <laughs> Part 1. Featuring Eric Cheneau on vocals. You gotta love and that. And Nada Al-Shazli on vocals. You, you gotta love that on the uh, on, on the Shenazaphone label. Here it comes now. Uh, thank you so much. You were very generous in your time here. I really appreciate all that you do, and it's really nice to connect with you in, in a deeper way. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for asking. And thanks for the great conversation. Yeah. Thank you. I see you again. I hope in, in person. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, you know, if you're in Montreal, uh, I, I got family there. My know. hairy aunt, my hairy aunt. So I'll, I'll come say hi when I'm in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao.
Succulent savory of daffodil Beseech the mind that has no minds And belfry the heart that has no valves If one sun-dried tomato should grace thy lips The icy rivers of the Tigris would melt into words That speak not what the heart knows not But the black lips of the scarab tickle fancy The flaming fruit has spent his seed and strides errant blown into the golden sand harvest of the deserts of Arabia. Madame et Messieurs, je porte la tête de la roi. This evilness that comes in pairs, it was, after all, the fault of the corporate media of Charlie Hebdo and the ghost of Christmas past. Once is no longer what once once was, and at any moment I am ready for it. I am a million parts per million. I have a few people to thank. I'd like to holler back at my Baltimore crew and a shout out to Pitchfork Media's Music Summer Festival. I also want to thank Red Bull Music Academy for being inclusive of experimental Arabic music artists and its inclusion of cutting-edge non-binary artists and women of color. A music community without easy access to energy drinks isn't much of a community. In the heat, a mirage, a frequency in the lines of heat, resolves into a mystic messenger. Someday soon, the world will shed all of its tired ideologies. It's inevitable. On that day, we will be able to talk to the animals and trees, and I will finally be able to walk like an Egyptian.
What a heavy piece. That was Shirk Part 1 from his August release, Shirk, uh, on the Nashaz Phone label out of Cairo. That was Sam Shalabi featuring Eric Chano and Nada El Shazli. Um, thank you so much, uh, Sam, for all that you shared. What a delight to get into your work. Go on Bandcamp. Buy the music, please. Support this great artist. And um, we'll see you again soon. Thanks for your listenership, everybody, and your great support. We appreciate it. Be good to each other, and we'll see you soon on Industry Tactics. Bye for now.